from around the world. This is the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. You can sit down, enjoy the show, and just anyone can watch it, including your dog. It was late summer in Paris, and I remember the chill of autumn had come early that year. It was my first time in Paris. I was seventeen, and it all seemed so amazing to a girl who'd grown up on the Canadian prairies. Sure, I'd been to other countries. I'd been back to see my grandparents in Korea a few times. But this was Paris, and everywhere I looked there was color and art and buildings that looked like they were built in some forgotten time. I just wanted to plop down and start drawing everything I saw, and my sketch pad itched in my pocket. Too bad I was there to work. One, this is four. I have the target in sight. Please advise. Four, this is one. What is the target doing? By virtue of my family's gifts for psychic healing and spiritual communion, I had been drafted by the Arclight Corporation into one of their special operations security teams. The team I belonged to was led by Lieutenant Casey Stone, a woman trapped in a suit of armor that she herself made. It gave her unbelievable strength, but sometimes I felt it also crushed her soul with that same strength. He's just walking. Should I go up to him one? Hold position. Three, you're sit rep. Quite the crowd tonight, isn't they? I can see a little four walking just behind him. He doesn't seem to have noticed her. Wait, I have movement in the crowd just ahead of them, near the peanut cellar. Mickey Kathumbawe was blessed with superhuman speed and agility. She had the speed of a cheetah and the eyes of an eagle, as they say. She was also one of the kindest people I have ever met in my life and seemed like she'd be more at home raising a half-dozen kids than doing special ops with us. Like me, she'd been recruited by circumstances rather than by choice, but she took to this life pretty well. She had a daredevil streak in her that made her ride the edge of life, and she definitely enjoyed the chance to push her abilities to their limit. 
They're screaming for people to get out of the way. One, what should I do? Four, just stay tight. Two, what have you got? It seems to be a woman. She's pushing her way through the crowd with a gun. Pretty thing. Terrible what he will do to her. Should I interfere, one? Lieutenant Stone's second-in-command was the woman named Karen St. Lauren. Karen was a runic sorceress. To her the pen, or should I say brush, was literally mightier than the sword. Anything she drew her marks on became her plaything, and she could do some pretty good tricks with paper. Karen lived with what the French call joie de vie, a joy of life, and never did anything halfway. Beautiful, sexy, and always in control of her life, she was what I wanted to be. And I envied her. One! You monster! You monster! Police cannot stop you from killing any more people, but I will! Ah, you must be a gnat. I'd wondered what happened to you. The rest of them wouldn't tell me before I ate them. Come to get a little revenge, have you? Well, empty your gun so we can get on with this. Monster! Why won't you die? I cannot die, Annette. Because I was never born. I am a golem made from the flesh of man, and I can no more die than you can live. Now, come join with me. Become one with your friends, and we can all be one big happy family. On my mark. Two, the golem. Three, the girl. Four, hang back and be ready to move on my orders. Ready? Here, let me take that gun from you. The golem dashed forward and smacked the gun from the frightened woman's hand then reached out to absorb her. Now, let me... Where did she go? Oh, do not worry about her, mon ami. Worry about me. You have the stink of magic about you. I think not. I'll just... You go nowhere, Thing. You're the fast one, aren't you? What's with the skin? Some kind of neon tattoos? Well... If I can't flee, and then I will have to... FIGHT! <laughs> Slow and clumsy. Your maker will be disappointed. Well then, let me absorb you and we'll fix that, won't we? You want me to stand still, do you? Fine then, I'll just stand here. Come and get me. Don't worry, this won't hurt. Much. I think it will not hurt her at all. But this talisman will very much hurt you. <laughs> See? It is painful, is it not? Think of how your victims felt as you took them. Oh. Get this thing off me! There! The Metro Entrance! If I can get into the subway, they'll never catch me! Stop where you are! Another soldier girl with a gun? How many of you are there? Fine, I can use a snack to go. Come here! No! At that time, I was sure my young life had come to an end. But then a shadow appeared between myself and the giant golem. A briefest image of an ancient woman warrior clad in feathered armor flickered into view and then was gone. 
It was just long enough to make him pause and then decide to pass me by as he ran for the metro. What was that? Fine. There's lots to absorb down the tunnel. Ooh. That's as far as you go. Come here. Now, hold still while the professor does her job. You! Not today, Spanky. Two, you ready? I am. And I made sure this one will help extra. Garbage to garbage. Dust to dust. You okay, Four? I was so scared at the time that I'd wet my pants, but I wasn't going to let the lieutenant think I was weak. I... I'm fine. Good to hear. Say, Four, I thought I saw someone near you when he was running at you. But really uh, No, I didn't see anyone. Huh. Must have been a glitch in the sensors then. Okay, let's pack up, people. We'll leave the cleanup to the Paris police. We've got a new mission. Lieutenant, no, we are supposed to have time off. I have a date. <laughs> Dates. When do we go, man? We're on the first train out of here tomorrow morning, three. Some higher-ups need guards, and we're it. Let's get back to the hotel. I need to get this crap off my armor. You coming for? I looked around the chaotic scene, my first night in Paris, and my last for a long time. I regretted not being able to pick up a souvenir, and then I noticed a flower someone had dropped nearby. Picking it up and brushing it off, I decided it would have to do. I still have it dried in my scrapbook today to remember that time. It was how the first great adventure of my life with Team Iron Angel began. Team Iron Angel, Black Dawn of the Golden Age, Episode 1, Prologue to Adventure, written and produced by Robin Patterson, starring, in order of appearance, Amanda Price as the narrator and Sung Four. Elena as Stone One. Tegan Harris as Mickey Three. Fiona Thrail as Lauren Two. Tegan Harris as Annette. With Jared J. Lee as Gollum. Opening music, Untitled by Peter Chen. Closing music, Cool Spies by Peter Chen. Find his work at soundclick.com. Additional music from the Apple iLife Jingles collection. Sound effects for this project were found on findsounds.com, freesounds.au, and provided by Axel of the VAA, the Voice Acting Alliance. This work and all its characters within are copyright 2007, Robin Patterson.
My name is Hitchard Screening. This is Planet Earth, the United Kingdom, Minehead, West Somerset, and the year is 1993. 76% of the UK's paranormal activity takes place here in the West Country. That's roughly the area between Land's End and Lee Delamere Services. Since we met at West Somerset Secondary Modern, Murray Black and I have dedicated our lives to investigating all aspects of the unexplained. Also, I'm bored of Linda Fortune. I'm the only girl of the group. They've also recruited my younger brother, Pete. I wanted to enlist sooner, but my sister Linda said I had to concentrate on my GCSEs. We are a team of preternatural investigators that fancifully call ourselves... The Paranormalists. One day, we will find the truth. The Paranormalists, a comedy adventure series. Find us in iTunes by searching Paranormalists. www.paranormalists.co.uk This is the Mutual Audio Network.